This is Rat Pack Radio, the internet radio station that brings you everything from the top hits of music. Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. Two Sports Talk Radio. With the first pick in the 2016 NFL Draft, the Los Angeles Rams select Jared Goff, quarterback, California. We are here for you, WRPR Rat Pack Radio. Come join the pack. Download the WRP Rat Pack Radio app on Google Play, BlackBerry, and the Apple Store. If you're streaming, you can stream us on TuneIn.com, Web Radio Central, or RatPackSports.com slash Rat Pack Radio. The Underground, discovering hidden talent worldwide. Playing daily on Rat Pack Radio, WRPR. Come join the pack. Hello, sports fans, and welcome to... You're listening to the Rat Pack Sports Show, live on Rat Pack Radio, WRPR. It's new, it's fresh, it's a slam dunk! You're listening to Rat Pack Sports Show on WRPR Rat Pack Radio. Blue, you're my boy! A genius. A man who has a reputation to be the best at what he does. You see, a man has to realize his limitations. You don't know me, and you don't know what I'm capable of. That was a heck of an effort. This house is a prison in the galaxy of this sucks. You free enough. This is over. When I say it is over, I will massacre you. Come after me. I'm a man. I'm 40. Are you not entertained? I'd say in a given week, I probably only do about 15 minutes of real, actual work. That's how I roll. Offensive foul! Hello? You play to win the game. There's a drive! Way back! It's company! This is my favorite part coming up right now. Wednesday night, Rat Pack Radio, WRPR. Streaming online, ratpacksports.com, and also the Rat Pack Radio, WRPR app. We're in the building for another week, bringing the best days in sports talk and entertainment for your ears and for your entertainment. You can find us online. Spotify, Rat Pack Sports Show. Spotify. You can find us on iHeart. You can find us on the TuneIn app for you and Apple users. 
Android users, you have the Rat Pack Radio WRPR app. But we are here, man, and we're going to bring it to you like we do every Wednesday night, live on the Rat Pack Sports Show, and uh, we're going to have some fun, man. Um, Got a lot happening. Uh, Major League Baseball playoffs going on right now. Uh, uh, AEW going on as well. Um, a lot of NFL talk. A lot of college football talk as well. So we'll get into some college. As I said, this year is a little bit different for me. Um, I've been watching a lot more college football this year than I normally would at this point due to the fact that I'm paying attention to what Deion Sanders has going on in, in Colorado. And we're, we're about to go into week six of the college football season. We're about almost at the halfway point of the season. And, man, we're still getting tons. And I'm not even exaggerating this. We're getting Still getting tons of people that just they just hate they just haters, bro. They just they just haters, uh, because somebody other than whatever school they're a fan of getting the attention, and they just 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 hating Colorado and. I will always, I will always go back to this point that I, I make every single time when I'm in a debate with somebody about Colorado. When was the last time you heard Dion trash talk another program or another coach? He he always made it about him, his program, his players. He don't talk, he don't waste time going after other programs. He don't waste time going after other coaches. But those other coaches make sure that they make it part of their pregame speech to go after Colorado like, uh, you know, Colorado don't give anybody bulletin board material. So they're using the, the hype train. They're using the media push for Deion Sanders in the Colorado Buffaloes as ammunition because they feel like, uh, well, I got a good program. Why ain't I getting this type of attention? Because you ain't prime. It's, it's that simple. There's been a lot of great, all-time great players that have tried to, the avenue of coaching and, and failed miserably. Dion has figured it out. And he is a very good uh coach. You can say what you want about the portal, how he used it. Hey, it's there for everybody. So if you want to use it that way, it's there for you to use it that very same way that Dion used the portal. But I heard a quote, and I, I'm gonna probably start this show off every week of going on a rant about Colorado Dion and, and the, the just the, the hate that he getting 
for for I guess going to Colorado because every week is some some new. But um, it was a quote Dion made about people going after him about you know how he used the portal and how he flipped the roster, and this was his quote. Not word for word, but basically saying, um, I inherited a 1-11 and football team. So, uh, of course, I'm going to bring in my type of players. And all the players that are here, they got to prove to me that they're worthy of being the type of players that I want. So, if I inherited a one in eleven football team, uh, what makes you think that all eighty four, uh, uh, 80, 80 plus, seventy, eighty plus of those players are going to be my type of players? And the way the way we our program is, we're gonna we're gonna do things to force you to quit. If you stick around, guess what? You made it. So he put them through the grinder. And, and, and out of all them players, I think it was one player that made it. Uh, and he's the starting safety for the Buffalo's defense, Colorado defense. Uh, everybody else left, hit the portal, transferred, or he got rid of them. So to be at this point, three wins, and three and two. And, you know, the the Oregon game was ugly. Uh, they came back last week. They fought a little bit better, made it closer. I'm not going to say they had a chance to win because they were down the whole game. But they competed, and they looked a lot different against USC than they did against Oregon. And that's as a coach, that's all you ask is for improvement week after week. Don't make the same mistakes, improve week after week. And he's doing that. He's got a great coaching staff over there, and people still hating. Now, now, now here's the a, here's a thing now that I'm getting from certain people. Um, Dion should be ashamed of himself for uh, holding his son back and not allowing him to go into the draft, the NFL draft, uh, and forcing him to stay his senior year. That's his son. Deion Sanders is an NFL Hall of Famer, first ballot, one of the best to ever play any position. That man know a little bit about the league. He know how it work. Maybe he maybe he don't feel like Shadur is ready. Maybe he feel like he needs another year at the D- Division One level. Maybe he feels like looking at the 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 teams that may be sitting in the top five or ten picks where he would probably go, he don't want to plan for them. So if if that's his if that's his decision and, and Shadur is okay with it, why do you have a problem with it? Like that's his boy, he gonna look out for him, and that's that's all he's doing. His his other son, that's a pretty good safety. He's got a chance to go to the NFL. 
Nobody's talking about him. They're talking about Shadur because he's the starting quarterback, and, and, and here's the one that I like. Well, if it wasn't for Shadur, uh, Dion wouldn't have a chance. He's only His team is only good because his quarterback is so good. Uh, that's his son. Like any other team at the college or professional level, you're only as good as your quarterback. So what dumb statement that was. I mean, it's just every week, man, it just gets better and better. And I'm just sitting here like, okay. And I'm like, yep. And I'm going to continue to root for Dion because uh, I like what he's doing as a coach. And he started at the youth level. He's been coaching them boys since they was little kids. It only just now recently got publicized because he went to the college level with it. But he started in the Little Leagues, and he coached them all the way up through high school. And then Jackson State went to college. His son, they followed him to Jackson State. And now, now, now the rumor is, well, when his sons get drafted, he's going to leave Colorado and, and follow them to the league. Wait, you heard that? I didn't hear that. What 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 NFL franchise is going to take that chance? I mean, maybe maybe at the, by that maybe they feel like he's he's prepared or he's ready. But uh, that man signed a pretty big contract with Colorado. I don't think he's going to just be able to get out of it that easy. There will be some back pay, some money involved if he wants to get out of that contract and go to the next level. And if and if that is the case, so be it. If somebody want to give him a chance, opposed to some of these garbage coaches that's getting chances in the NFL, and 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 doing nothing, or these retread coaches that continue to get continually get opportunities and don't do anything, then that's just that's just how it is. But why why all the hate? Why all the hate on this man? I had to ask somebody, did he do something to you? Because all I've heard since he's went to Colorado is hate, hate, hate. So the more y'all hate, guess what? The more people going to get behind him. Like that man say, we coming. They ain't done. Like hey, Dion said it. Hey, get me now. Get me now because it won't be like this for long. That man know what he got coming. Recruiting-wise, you're going to get some players that hit the transfer portal from other schools. You're going to lose some some better players from other schools that are going to want to go to Colorado. And that's when the real hate going to start. Let somebody, let somebody like uh, Alabama or, you know, Florida State or some SEC team lose one of these major players to Colorado. Oh, that's when, that's when it's going to blow up. It's going to blow up for real then. 
Why would he do that? Why would you leave the SEC or the ACC and go to uh, what are they in the next year? The Big Ten, Big Twelve. Why would they do that? Colorado ain't they? They not even. Colorado's gonna get the airtime, just like they are now. They're getting all the airtime. So you got scouts and everything that's watching those games. Yeah, then that's what it's about. Sit, putting these kids in a better position than what they came, you know, to the school in. So I so I don't understand the hate, uh, you know, for it. But I guess every week I'm gonna be I'm gonna go on a rant the first twenty, you know, fifteen twenty minutes of the show because I just keep hearing more of it. But ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we gonna bring him in because he's on the line with us, uh, waiting patiently to uh get into some of this talk. But uh, I want to bring him in before I jump into uh, uh Major League Baseball with um you know uh, Tampa Bay Rays that you know got knocked out today, Mister William Grays. What's going on, brother? No, maybe he might have me on uh, mute. All right, I got him here. Mr. William Graves, what's going on, brother? Uh, he must In the words, in the words of hip-hop artist, the Birdman. Uh-oh. Birdman quote. You need to put respects on that man's name. Not it. They, they, you, they're never going to do that. You translate backstabbing, hypocritical pieces of crap. You all steadily sit there. Knowing good and well that Deion Sanders was your all's college and head coach, oh, you all it. won't be saying you all won't be saying shit. They'll love it. You all sit, sit the hell down and shut the hell up. Oh, oh, Ser- <laughs> seriously. Oh, well, Deion is only three and two. Yeah, he's three and two. Last year they were one and eleven. He's already doing better. Yep. Oh, oh, look, Dion lost to Oregon and USC. Yeah, he lost to two top ten teams. Almost beat the number six team in the entire country, but I think his freaking offensive coordinator had the aneurysm and ran the ball for the last two minutes. Didn't understand that. We'll get into that later. Yeah. You all, shut up. Seriously. Shut up. I am so tired. Just like Derek is of the hate. You you all are mm, you all are nothing but a bunch of hypocrites. You know what? Honestly, I hope everybody that's crashing him, I hope all of y'all are USC fans. That way it gives me it, that way it makes me Makes it easier for me not to like you. 
Oh, Mr. Lincoln Riley. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna drop fifty on him uh, by halftime, and all, and my starters are gonna be out. Yeah, how how well that work out for you, Lincoln? You didn't even score fifty points the entire game. Sit down and shut up. That Oregon uh, that Oregon head coach. Oh, we we play we play for wins, not clicks. Then why did you just make that comment? You can sit down and shut up, too, because your team really ain't that good. Neither is USC. How USC is the number six team in the country is beyond me. They ain't that good. Caleb Williams, he, he's not – I said by what I said. He's overhyped. I, that Colorado team had him running scared. Y'all just wait. Just wait. Because here, here I, I give him two years. Two years, this man is going is, is going to have his team up in the top ten. Bet that. Believe that. Please believe that. And this other thing? His son, Shador, is that, is it Shador? Yeah, Shador I think Shador, 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 I think it's Shador. How, 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 old, how old is he? Uh, I think maybe 19, 20. Okay, he is a grown-ass man. This man can make his own damn decisions. Well, will Dion necessarily like all the decisions that he, uh, he makes? No. What parent does? Never met a parent that said, oh, my kid has made all the right decisions at all the right times. Yeah. That still remains. His son is a grown-ass man. You don't think for a minute that his son might have had some say-so in it? I mean, he's and, the, the you man. You know what? Is enjoying... Everybody's everybody's on this Caleb Williams hype train. Caleb Williams is going to be the first quarterback taken in next year's draft because because somebody's going to fall for that fool's gold. But now Shador, he waits another year, has a little bit has a better season. Who knows? They might even mess around and be in the college football playoff and play for a national championship. Oh, all of a sudden, that little 15th or 20th pick in the first round now becomes a one or two pick. I don't know, Debo, what was that? The difference in four or five million dollars? Yeah. I'll go play college for another year for an extra five million. Yeah. Wouldn't you? Yeah. I mean, he may be yeah, the top. You, he may be the top quarterback in the draft next year. I, I, man. I mean, and to to be fair to to you, Williams, I kind of agree. Uh, you know, with your stance on Caleb Williams, I think he's a fantastic quarterback. But guess what, folks? From what I, from what I seen from Shadur, I don't. I'm not sure if he's that. He's that much better than Shadur is right now. 
Okay, so here here is my thing. I am not saying Caleb Williams is a bad quarterback. Caleb Williams is a great quarterback, but he is not worth the hype. He is not. He he. You you all you all are you all are expecting Steve McNair, and you all are liable to get some Terrell Pryor or some Jamarcus Russell. Okay, y'all need to stop. Y'all need to stop putting this man up on a, on this little pedestal and everything like that because. I sat there. I watched that Colorado and USC game. Yeah, I watched the whole game. I didn't even turn. I didn't even turn. Man, to any other I game. Tell you what, I watched it all the way through. What? What? And, and I'm going to say this: that was probably right up until the last two minutes. That was probably one of the best games that I've seen Colorado play. Yeah, and that, and I thought the coaching staff uh, at halftime made some adjustments. Uh, defensively and uh, offensively, and they they kind of exposed. I'm not gonna say exposed because you know, I, I mean USC is a good team, but uh, Colorado got some athletes on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, two defenses a little bit suspect, but I thought they made some great adjustments on defense that made a difference in in getting some pressure on Caleb. Caleb Williams in the second half, and then yeah. offensively, uh, I said it the last few weeks because you know with Hunter being out, they had to find somebody else uh, as that uh, not go to guy, but you needed somebody else to spread the field out to where they couldn't just focus on uh, Horn and the, I forget the other kid named number ten. Um, I forget his name, but um, those two guys are good receivers. But you needed that. You needed another guy on that opposite side of the field that's going to balance balance the field out. And when that young man came in, uh, I want to say it might have been the second quarter, or maybe even right just after halftime. I don't. I don't know exactly when he came in, but uh, from the time he came in to the end of the game. He was a difference maker, and he's a freshman. So, and they couldn't guard him. Couldn't guard him. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, you're you're right on point. But can can we? You were just talking about athletes. Can we talk about that wide receiver, Omarion Miller? That's is that him, Omarion for Colorado? Can't. Can can we talk about this man for just a second? He's gonna be good. He's gonna be good, bro. That that's a young Chris Godwin right there. Look at that, my man. Comparing him to Chris Godwin already, man. You know, and he bro. wears no. He wears number fourteen. Bro. He wears number fourteen. Bro. So he maybe Chris bro, Godwin bro, is one that, of his players. Bro, that, Bro, that 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 is Chris Godwin. Who 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 was that slot receiver that that was just dominant for the Patriots? Oh, uh, Edelman. That's Julian Edelman. Yeah, but he's bigger. That's Chris, that, that that's Chris Godwin. 
bro. I. They couldn't guard him, bro. They, I mean, uh, and he clicked right away with you know the quarterback, Dude. and they just they just started running the offense through him, and then that's when the, it opened up for the other guys. But man, the people, this boy, this kid is a freshman. I, he's a true freshman. I know. He is, I know. He is a freshman. Dude, he's gonna be good, man. He's listen. If if he can he can stay at that level, uh, Hunter Hunter will be back in about two weeks. So uh-huh. when he comes back, you you know they're gonna th- put Hunter back in there. He's a two way player. So now you got Hunter, you got Omarion, you got uh, Horn Horn Junior. And then you got the the other kid. Like I said, I can't remember his name right off the bat, but you got him. Now you line those four guys up at wide receiver. If who are you if, talking about, Colton Allen? No, not the tight end. Um, the the young number ten. He has dreadlocks. I I can't. Uh, I can't get his name right now. I guess I could. I can easily just. Uh, Google, or are you Google. talking? Or are you talking about Caleb Matthews? Man, I don't know. Let me see. I'm gonna I'm look it up real quick. Let's see. Rank. Well, I mean, you could have. You could also be talking about Weaver too. Yeah, that's in Weaver. Weaver. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Man, Debo. They got weapons. They definitely De- got Debo. weapons. With the first with the first pick, or with the first round pick in the twenty twenty six NFL draft, if the Tampa Bay Buccaneers took Omarion Miller, I don't care if we needed a wide receiver or not, I would not be mad. No, Debo, Debo, I am telling you this right now, this kid. Is special. This kid is a dog. How he was running, oh, uh, Debo, he was running over the middle like it was nothing. Yeah, that's that's what uh, the man Chris Godwin. That's that's what Godwin does. Debo, a true freshman should not be that good. Yeah. Debo, when was the la- Debo, when was the last time you saw a true freshman out there pull uh pulling some uh pulling some Chris Godwin and Julian Edelman and uh shoot uh Chris Carter type stuff. Because that's what this man was doing. Yeah. He Debo, he should not be that good. He shouldn't, but he, is. but he is. He shouldn't, but he is, man. Bro. Get. Oh, that, man. This kid. Dion, Dion about to carve up some defenses. 
Yeah. He about to carve them up. Like like what you like what you said. Dion's comments. Get him now. Because uh it ain't gonna be this way for long. No, no it's not. And and do you do you know that he already has commit uh commitments going all the way into twenty twenty seven? Oh really? To come play for him? Jeez. Twenty twenty seven, Debo. That means the people that are committing to go to him right now are just now going into high school. Yeah. Hey, must be nice. Now, and Debo, his commit, uh, his commits, they're not just in the Western region. Debo, he has two or three commitments right down the road from you in Lakeland, Florida. Oh, yeah? Debo, he is all over the United States getting commitments. When was the last time you saw a coach do that? Maybe. Because I can think of one right now, and that's about it. And that's Nick Saban in Alabama. Yeah. Now, before him, Bobby Bowden, Joe Paterno, they could do it. But as of right now, Nick Saban is about the only one that I know of. So, yeah. Anyways, I'm done with my rant. You hypocrites, shut up. Seriously. Because I'm going to start calling y'all out. Y'all play around way too much. And I'll be right back. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was uh, William Graves. He will be back. Uh, Just like me, that was his rant. And, you know, he's just making a point. Uh, People just stop. Just... Stop hating on the man and just enjoy what he got going on, man. It's it's real, you know, it's real nice to see uh, a program like Colorado that's been, you know, basically in the basement. They've been in the basement, and they're coming out of it because of him. And they've already made significant process and uh, I mean progress in year one. So you got to get that man his props for you know what he's doing as a coach. Uh, you know, getting through to those kids, man. That is not that is not easy to do in such a short time frame. But you know he does it. So yeah. All right, so uh, next, I wanted to get into some baseball because, uh, you know, Tampa Bay Rays was 
in the wild card round and a best of three uh, series here against the uh, Texas Rangers. Um, you know, I hate the Rangers. I don't like them. I think they're trash. Uh, only because it seemed like, you know, we as a Rays fan, we face them all the time in the playoffs, and they just beat us. They they got our number. So when they announced the matchups, uh, I wasn't necessarily happy because. It was the Rangers. And they always give us problems. So I was like, man, I don't know. I don't know, man. This one here scared me. And sure enough, uh, Rangers come out. You know, they sweep the Rays in the best of three. And the Rays season is over. You know, for everything that went on, all the top draft picks, um, you know, all of the pitching, you know, the, the quick start, uh, the middle finish, you know, it definitely would have helped us to win the uh, division. Then we wouldn't have had to play in the uh, wild card game. But, uh, it, you know, We'll be all right. We just come back to the drawing board next year and, uh, you know, try to get it done, get some guys back healthy, and just try to improve uh, with our bats a little bit more. So, uh, you know, season is over. And now I'll switch gears to some of these other uh, So, yeah, I mean, it's just going to be one of these, uh, you know, off season again where you're trying to figure out what you did wrong, anything that you, you know, want to do to help um, the, uh, you know, strengthen the uh, farm system and anything like that, uh, you know, the Rays, you know, got a little minute, little ways to go. So, tough loss today. Yeah, yeah, it is, man. You know, they won ninety nine games, so you can't you can't be mad uh say, you know, this season was a fluke. I mean, last season they won a hundred. The season before that I think it was in the mid to high nineties. So uh, you, yeah, I think it was like ninety four, ninety five. Yeah, so you know, you win in games, uh you just got a young, inexperienced uh team that Ain't really uh you know, just but but I mean Devo the thing is is that with the Rays they were they were in the battle up until the last week of the season for the AL East. Like if they would have if they would have pulled off one or two more wins then we're not even talking about the race in the wild card. We're talk we're talking about them having having that quote unquote first round buy or whatever you want to call it. So race fans 
you all ain't got nothing, and I do mean nothing to be ashamed of. Like you, you all, man, you all are doing doing the thing, plain, fair, and simple. Now, my team, the Atlanta Braves, we'll we'll see. We got we got a got a really good roster, got a really good pitching rotation. Mm-hmm. So we'll we'll see. Yeah, we'll see, man. We'll see. Uh, for now, it's just you know back to the drawing board, and you know see what uh, we come up with. You know, heading into uh, uh, next season. Oh, by the way, while we're talking about baseball, just want to send my condolences and everything out to the family to the family of Tim Wakefield. He uh he passed away uh from uh, brain cancer. One the the best knuckleball pitcher to ever throw the ball. I I wish I had his knuckleball. Yeah. Yep. So, um, right now we got the Marlins in Philly, looking like Philadelphia is gonna pull this thing out. Uh, they're up three nothing in the bottom of the fourth. So, you, I mean, you still got a lot of baseball left uh, in that game. Um, I'm not sure Arizona, Milwaukee. All I got to say is bring them on. Let me see. All right, so, yeah, but, uh, you know, season's in. I think it's still a success. You know, everything they went through uh, injury-wise and and, and stuff like that. Um, You know, we'll get it off. We'll get it all straightened out, and let's see if uh, we they can come back next season and you know put together a championship. Well, they uh, they definitely gonna have to to keep this up, uh, especially with the uh, with that uh, the new announcement in Petersburg. What, what I mean, what? What you say? You kind of muffling, man. Say what? I said the phone was muffling. Oh, my bad. Is this better? Hmm. All right. Is this so, because be- is- I was about to say I got full bars. Huh? Oh, you talking about your phone? <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, not today, huh? What you say? Not today? I got full bars today, buddy. We're not doing this today. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. 
Yeah, but hey. um, let's uh, you know, I just wanted to touch on that with the Rays. Uh, let these, you know, these fans, uh, in this area. Uh, some of them just don't, you know, understand. They've been watching for a long time, but they really don't, you know, understand uh, the magnitude of, you know, what what the the Rays continue to do year in and year out. I think goes unappreciated by our fan base because, you know, once you've been in the playoffs so many times, the goal then becomes, hey, we we gonna win a championship. We need that title. Baseball is a little bit different of a sport to where you can't just really, you know, say it's postseason or bust or championship or bust because, you know, at the end of the day, uh, there's a whole bunch of variables involved that you want to, that'll keep you from winning a, you know, championship in baseball. It's just, it's a team sport, but it's also an individual sport. So in order to achieve those team goals individually, you got to be, you know, on a whole nother scale. So um, we'll see, man. We'll see. But you know, congratulations to them on a, on a great season. Uh, now it's the off season. Time to get healthy. We got a ton of guys that's, that hit the injury reserve. That also made a difference. But. Uh, you know, we'll see. We'll see. Um, let me see what we got here. 